Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Sarah Michelle Gallagher. We stand the butt pod. This is going to be a different kind of episode. It's going to be We Stand Together, which is a pop culture academic symposium hosted by us, Lauren Brickman and Caitlin Vitzagai, the pop culture professor. We are smart people talking dumb topics. But guess what? I'm here too. <laughs> My name's Alana Michelle Rubin, and I'm the host of The Bot Pod, a music podcast dedicated to the stands, the worshipers, the fiends of our world's best songs and artists. I mean, with a description like that, I think it was only natural that the two shows combined forces for this extra special crossover event. We're doing a mashup, folks. Woo-hoo! Nothing says music like a mashup. And that's why today we are diving into the Music Heals mixtape, talking about our feelings about music and music that gives us feelings. That's my favorite thing to talk about. That's all that we do on the Bot Pod. So, yeah, right up my alley. So, you guys, uh, you know, let's just jump right in, I think, uh, and get to the the nitty gritty of it all. Um, So, I want to know what you guys are listening to, if it's like a specific artist. uh, And I guess I'll I'll ask both my questions up top, you know, so you you can think about it. Um, So, first, I want to know what three songs are on your quarantine playlist and you know i'd also like to know uh, a musician or an artist that you listen to when times aren't the easiest to say the least (laughs) (laughs) why would that be relevant now um Hmm. so for quarantine you know i've been in a weird mood i feel like musically like Mm -hmm. i usually in you know, May going into June would be hitting my like summer playlist, which is a lot of like fun country, but that is not, I've tried with that and I love, (laughs) love the songs still, but it's not the mo moment, you know, it just doesn't feel right yet Mm -hmm. to unload those. I've been listening to Paul Simon's Kodachrome quite a bit. Mm Mm-hmm. That's really funny because I watched a movie today where uh, one of the main characters' uh, favorite albums was Graceland. Yes. Amazing And funny funny is sort of a loose uh, definition (laughs) here. (laughs) It's funny you say that type of funny. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Can I ask, do you have a favorite song on that album or like what about that album pulled you in? You know, I think that it's, there's something that's like, with Paul Simon's music that's like jubilant 
but also melancholy. Mm-hmm. And it feels like he's having fun, but it's also like I'm also having an existential crisis. And I get that, except not yeah. always having fun, but I'm aspiring. Yeah. 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 You know, I, I wouldn't have to stretch too far to to relate to that either. Um, so maybe I should throw that in my rotation, too. Um, but yeah, I, <laughs> I really relate to like um, usually I listen to a lot of R&B and a lot of the R&B I love is like sad, but like horny. Yes. Um, yeah. You could just have like, you know, a genres like main, you know, main uh, what they're known for and then just add like sadness to it. That's usually for me. also. <laughs> uh, but what about you, Lauren? You know, I haven't been I've, I realized I haven't been listening to a lot of like albums start to finish, but I've been listening to like a lot of like um, like go to Spotify, pick an artist and then just like explore right. their catalog mm-hmm. kind of thing. And, you know, I've had three men with me this whole quarantine. I've been <gasps> isolating alone, Wait, well, but not really. Well. <laughs> yeah, there have been three men in my life uh, for the past 11 weeks or however long I've been uh, here sheltering in place. But the three guys I keep going back to during quarantine have been my man, Ben Folds. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I Classic. thought... You were saying just out of nowhere you were fucking three people during this quarantine. Oh, you were polygamous no, this I've whole just, time. Yeah, I've been a polygamist. No, I have been uh, emotionally invested in three men, and that and the first being Ben Folds, mm-hmm. the second being uh, my man Elton John, and the third being Noah Reed, oh. uh, who's best known from Shit's Creek, <gasps> but he's got some like dope ass music, yes. and I've been really feeling that. Wait, vibe. who is he on Shit's Creek? He plays David. No, not David. Sorry, Patrick. He's Patrick. He He's David's David. boyfriend. He's. I was like, David's <laughs> very distinctly Danley. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, no. He's <laughs> he plays Johnny. I meant His to say <laughs> this guy and croon. His nickname is Noah Reed. <laughs> no, I meant to say he plays David's husband. Uh, no, Noah Reed plays Patrick on Shit's Creek. Can I say that I saw Shit's Creek live and he did first of all the episode where he does simply the best. Simply I the just best. Weeps. Incredible. Uh, uh, just in my bed for a good good period of time, even after it was yeah. over. But I saw them live, and he did that. Ver- he did that live, and then he also did the song that um, Alexis dances to at the audition. He did. He yeah. played that on his guitar while she does the dance. Um, so good. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so good. He's- yeah. He has a new album out and I like it, but I keep going back to his older album. This one, I think it's called Angels and Demons. Um, I think his name, it's so good. It's just, I've. Yeah, go ahead. I'll be, I'll be honest. Like, you know, I've been sheltering in place, actually single and alone, not um, fucking three guys. (laughs) Uh, And so I've been listening to read so much though. Like, I feel like we've become friends. (laughs) Like, yeah, he's my friend. Like, so. he's my he's I my feel quarantine that way buddy. about the people in the uh, workout videos that I do. Um, yes, because yes. they it's like a twenty one day series thing, and so it's the same people for twenty one days, and then there's like another version of that with the same people from the first one, and so it's I'm just looking at these people literally since March, and I'm like, this is my family. Okay, I would <laughs> yeah. spill blood for them. Um, <laughs> I feel that. But I feel that so hard. I, I want to go back because uh, we skipped over the, the quarantine playlist, which is very important. So I guess like, you know, you mentioned, Caitlin, that you're listening to Kodachrome. But if you are there any like 
specific songs that like if somebody needed it was going through a hard time or something that you would recommend to them for this period you know what i have also been listening to this is destiny's child's girl which really is really kind of a song about like picking up your girlfriend when she's in a really it's kind of insinuated a bad situation with a man Mm -hmm. but i don't know i just thinking kelly and beyonce supporting me right now like i'm the michelle is something that feels very comforting yeah i would agree Okay, so we got that. We got we got some songs on Kodachrome. Yeah. Oh, you probably. know what I've also listened to is <laughs> Dean Martin on the street where you live. Oh, because oh, that's all that's all you're seeing is the street. Well, where you but live. in the weird, but it's on the street where you live, so it's a fantasy of going oh. to someone else's neighborhood. I okay. love okay. that. I, I love you. that. And he's great. Yeah, that's true. But did he ever, you know what? I don't want to know if he did anything bad right now. I'll look it up later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't want to know. Please don't tell yeah. me. Please don't ruin Dean Martin for We're me. not going down Please. that road. Uh, but Lauren. Okay. What, so. Yeah. Um, so I've been having a lot of fun. I had, I'm sure people listening to this po- podcast are way cooler than I am and probably knew about this years ago, but Shortly before, just a few months before uh, sheltering in place began, I discovered So Far Sounds, which uh, So Far Sounds create their whole sort of premise is that they create musical experiences in intimate spaces all around the world. Uh, they call themselves like a global movement, bringing magic back to live performance. And I I went and saw my friend uh, Lady Lightning mm-hmm. uh, perform. They do our theme song for our pod, and I saw them. That was the first time I went to a So Far Sound. Um, but I've been I started following them on social media and they've been doing these really cool like digital performances with all these awesome artists. And they have this great Spotify playlist. So I've actually been discovering like a lot of new music, too, because I keep tuning into like their programming. Yeah. And so like uh, they've got. And they also and and also they've been making me rediscover artists that like I forgot I loved like Chance the Rapper oh, yeah. was on one of the playlists they put out and I was like I haven't been listening to enough Chance and I listened to Chance all morning this oh. morning and it was great. Um, so yeah, I've been really into just sort of letting so far sounds take me and give me an experience, which has been it's kind of nice too to sort of like let them make the decisions Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) you know there's something kind of relaxing being like i'm just gonna click on this link you sent me and and it's so great and it's so cool it it is Um, like hard work to to make a playlist too like i've i've tried yeah i've committed to making one for each month since i think november i can't really remember but every month i'm like i'm making one and it's it's fun and i really like it but it is it's work yeah. Well, I think that's one of the like weird bright spots in all of this has been like all of these like make your own playlist challenges like a, every, like the a song a day for 30 mm-hmm. days challenges that keep happening. It makes you like revisit your your music library in an interesting way. Like I did I hadn't thought about Silverchair oh in a really gosh. long time. <laughs> But I sure do think about them a lot now <laughs> because funny, they like, visceral thing with I can't even remember what Silver Chair sounded like, but I can see my eighth grade classmate's t shirt that he had, like that he wore, I felt like every day. Yeah. He was legally obligated to as a silver chair. Well, yeah, I feel like that's so. not a band you like uh not intensely. Yeah. Well in the yeah, late nineties, early aughts, boys only had maximum four shirts. 
and <laughs> yeah. and a four shirter was like a fashionista. Yeah. Yeah. When I did that 30 day challenge of like they kept throwing you these curveballs trying to get you to listen to like older mm-hmm. music, I think. Mm-hmm. But I was like, no, I'm just answering the question with like mostly music that came out minimum 10 years. Ago. <laughs> like, I actually haven't done uh, those challenges yet. Um, I don't know why, to be honest. It does seem like it's right up my alley. But I think like I don't want someone else to dictate the guidelines of a playlist that I'm creating. <laughs> It was yeah. It is definitely interesting though because like I um one of my best friends and I we both did it at the same time and then we each created the playlist on Spotify so we could share it with each other and it was really fun to see how drastically different our choices were for thirty days. Oh, I'm sure if I did it with my best friend who you know Lauren um, Ashley, yeah. uh, we have such different taste in music that it would probably be like a I don't even know like a an experiment. A social experiment to see the two <laughs> yeah. results. It it really is so interesting to see. Yeah, like uh, my friend Katie is like a personal trainer, and so a lot of her music is like she listens to it to like get through her like massive runs. Mm-hmm. And it's like you use music very differently than I do right mm-hmm. now. <laughs> yeah, I I get so uh, like I'm so taken aback when someone doesn't listen to like uh like uh, objectifying rap music when they work out like, <laughs> my friend Lana yeah. will listen to like indie indie rock punk rock which punk rock makes sense but like mm-hmm. and and I have another friend who listens to house music when they run and I just like I need just someone yelling mean things at me to keep going <laughs> But honestly, the best work all been to musical theater. Yeah. And that's see, that's another surprise. You know, they have a want. They're fulfilling their dreams. Yeah. I guess, you know, talking about it now, I do see how it could like motivate somebody. Hmm. (laughs) Uh, For some reason, I find one of the most motivating songs in the world to listen to, like when I'm on the um, elliptical is chip on my shoulder from legally blonde and musical. Oh my god that's so funny one of the first connections lauren and i ever had was uh realizing we both know the same sweat into the oldies move to bobby yes. darren's beyond the sea because it was playing and we both did the richard simmons workout from 1989 that's and in that moment our eyes locked <laughs> in that seedy bar and I was like you're never there was no one else now. in the room that's a romantic comedy scene <laughs> for sure um yeah yeah I guess you know we touched on like music that you listen to when times are harder um yeah I mean I have I I do like music I I have always loved music and music was like always on, but like I, I did start thinking about music differently when I was in um, undergrad studying acting my like junior or senior year. I started, you would always get, you always get this note, like get out of your head when you're acting. Right. But then in acting school, they were also like, but do your character analysis and do all this homework and, and think really hard and make all these choices. And I started uh, a big part of my, I real a big shift in, in how I like, prepared for roles uh, later in my undergrad years was like I stopped doing the character analysis and I started making playlists for all my characters Um, I would call them prep lists and it so now on my Spotify is like all of these different like I have all these different playlists for different feelings like to prepare for different like things and like anytime I do a show or anytime I have a character I always so like yeah I like I do have like a playlist of songs that like 
I just hear and immediately I'm like, now I feel vulnerable. Like I have my like vulnerability playlist and like I'm just like I'm like Pavlov's dog now. I'm like trained like, oh, when I when this song plays, it's time to feel sad. Yeah. No, it's it's true though. I I mean, I think for a long time I only kind of like categorized music by feeling. And yeah. it's like this monthly playlist thing is interesting because I can sort of track which months I felt like sadder yeah. or, you know, it was like totally. totally. And like, I think March was maybe March and, and May were like some heavy feeling months. Um, Mm-hmm. and probably april too <laughs> <laughs> looking back on it the past three months have just yeah. been really dark hmm. is there like one song in particular that stands out ahead of the pack that you're just that it, you're like wow spotify is gonna send me a are you okay um, if I play this one more time yeah i mean i can let me let me take a look really quickly um because <laughs> it yeah, well, so this is a more recent one because her new album just came out, but I'm really, I'm I'm deeply in love with this uh, R&B singer, Kehlani. Um, oh, yeah. Mm, love her so yeah. much. Um, and so her new album just came out and she has this song with James Blake on it called Grieving. Mm. Okay. And uh, I don't know if you can infer by the title, um, <laughs> But it's a pretty deep song. Uh, (laughs) And I mean, it's just it also just sounds beautiful. And like that, it kind of sounds like water's hitting like something in it. And I really like the sound of water in songs. Um, And it's interesting for me to hear it in a way that's not like it's not really a horny song. Um, It's it's a sad song, I think, but it it still feels like you can groove to it. I think I like I those it. songs a little bit more. I can't really listen to like, uh, like, uh, uh, old death cab. Um, huh. I like, you know, mm. I, I can't listen to the really sad emo stuff anymore. Um, I, it has to have like a little bit of a beat to it. Um, but yeah, this song grieving is like a song that I would play, like even when I'm not sad. Uh, yeah, but knowing that it's on a playlist uh, and considering the month, I'm like, mm, I know why that's there. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. that that's one. Um, there, there are a lot. Uh, I just, I find like that's just always sort of been my listening mode. Is like when I love something, I love it so hard that I just want to love it all day long. And I will listen to the same song over and over again, like a like well, like a psychopath. I get nervous. I've written about this, but like, not that I've written about it on my blog. <laughs> like, two people hey. read it. Um, but I, I had and it was great. I think about a lot. Like, um, but I get nervous that if I listen to a song a lot, I'll just like drain it of it. Oh, funny thing. Yeah. So I'll try not to listen to it that much. Um, because I don't want it what's, to like get diluted, uh, and I get nervous. What's it like to have impulse control? Like, what's it like to be able to control <laughs> the desire to want to just uh, like consume there, something all night? I think like I just have, <laughs> you know, that is where an expansive sad playlist comes in handy. Because <laughs> like I don't know, since like December maybe, I cannot stop. Like I can't go more than a couple days without listening to the Alanis Morissette song. Uh, the reasons I drink, I can't stop listening to it, and I 
if I'm happy, I want to listen to it. If I'm sad, I want to like it. Just like hits me at different like different parts of the day. It hits different parts of my soul, I, and I can't stop listening. You to know, it. I mean, I I say that, but like it's not like I'll you know listen to a song I really really love like just once a week. Like I think I'll have like. I just can't listen to it on repeat. Like I have a friend I've inter- interviewed uh, my friend Jose Paz for uh, my podcast and he mm-hmm. <laughs> he is a true psychopath. And I called him this on the podcast because he will set the setting on Spotify to repeat. So the song just plays on a loop. And I think that is deranged behavior. <laughs> <laughs> I I've done it. I've done that it. I will not. And do. I'm. I've done it. I've done it with a couple of songs. The most insane choice I ever did that with was uh, Waving Through a Window from Dear Evan Hansen. Every every song in that uh, play is beautiful. I think one time I like put something like like a Rihanna song like SOS or something like a really old one (laughs) on repeat but then I like left town so (laughs) it played like thousands of times and and so like at the end of the year like on On, yeah it was like yeah it was just like you only listened to SOS that's so Those... funny that's i would argue that's her worst song no it was something random like it wasn't it, i don't know if it was that but it was it wasn't one of her mega hits it wasn't that's... like a deep cut from like anti it just it just was truly ridiculous that is it so, is so, so funny it's so funny how that happens like Every time I look at one of those year year in review things, there's always that one song, and you're like, "What was I, I doing? To that one. I to that <laughs> like, why did I? Why did it get there? Or how many times? Why did I listen to that 150 times? I think that happened like, to me because, uh, well, we definitely listened to the song more than once. But when I went to Italy in 2018 with my friends, we stumbled upon this Bella Thorne song, um, "Bitch on Bella Thorne." <laughs> And as you can wow. imagine, it is the greatest song that's ever been uh, produced and written and, and, <laughs> and rapped, it, yeah. even. Uh, and well, and it, it ended up on my, I think, my year year roundup. And I was like, well, I don't know that this is warranted, but I wasn't so upset about it. Hey, but you're like, but I'm gonna listen to it 25 times Absolutely. right now. Just and she has another song called "Pussy Mine," and <gasps> it's equally as good. Wow, Bella. <laughs> creating the bops who knew Mm -hmm. who knew that bella bopped now we know that's why we're so glad to be learning from you bop pod now we know bella bops bella bops i'm renaming and my podcast is just going to be about bella thorne's music (laughs) honestly sounds like you have a lot of unpacking with her so it warrants a whole show um speaking of unpacking i think uh we gotta take a quick break because i gotta go find the song right now and (laughs) save it to my spotify all right we are back i found bella thorne's bop Mm -hmm. list and i can't wait to bop with her later i played sos over four thousand times (laughs) and uh i just cried (laughs) (laughs) yeah i didn't want to i was about to say it but i didn't i want i didn't want to it was a okay okay i'm glad i'm glad that you feel safe (laughs) enough uh with us to be your true self uh well we are so excited to have you here today because we we have a really exciting thesis to present to you. We we realized we had a big sort of profound 
discovery mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. an artist we both love. Yeah, you know, we we actually went back and forth about what to talk about in this episode. Mm-hmm. There were there were this I don't know. There were so many possibilities, but so few mm-hmm. things that felt right. Mm-hmm. I'm intrigued. And then and then by accident today, you know, we we one of the thoughts, you know, Caitlin mentioned that like Gaga had a new album out and I was like I had no idea and I was glancing at it and I and I saw that she had a duet on her album with a living legend Elton John and that just opened up a, a whole flood of feelings you know as I said earlier like I've been listening to him a lot I was gonna really. ask if you had heard that song I have um, I'm not prepared to give a statement on it yet publicly <laughs> but Caitlin and I were you know we were talking about Elton and how we feel about Elton and we had a we had a moment where of clarity where we realized that every Elton John song connects deeply to a specific feeling, right? right? So whatever you're feeling, any feeling that you have, there is an Elton John song to match that feeling. Okay, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> and we've both been stands basically our entire life. And this song mm-hmm. that we're going to play first was really my first favorite song. Like as a kid, I would tell you this is my favorite song. Yeah. So let's hear the first song. So don't go breaking my heart. It's a banger. Literally, I'm adding that to a playlist right now. <laughs> Love that. I became obsessed with this song because Elton John sang it in the the real pop version. His <laughs> duet partner is Kiki D, but in an 80s Disney Channel version, he sings it with Minnie Mouse. And I yep. was like, who is this gentleman? What? <laughs> you know, Mickey's done. Elton's in. <laughs> yeah. And so when when you think of this song, Alana, I'm curious, what feeling does this song evoke for you? I mean, it's it's interesting because the lyrics, the lyrics, I mean, it's it, it, it's a warning, right? It's a warning mm-hmm. to to the person he's singing to. But um, it's kind of like my favorite type of of emotional song where there's it's really upbeat and you can dance mm-hmm. to it. And I think it just makes me. It makes me think of, you know, every time I'm I find myself uh, liking a new person or even liking the same person sometimes (laughs) uh, and just hoping it'll go differently, I guess. Um, Yeah. And and, yeah. Yeah. Totally. You know, we were kind of laughing about the fact that this song we feel is like the speakers are kind of resigned to the fact that they will break each other's heart like mm-hmm. when you're first falling in love and the, your instinct is to say don't go breaking my heart it feels like these are it's very upbeat song worthy of Minnie mouse but there's something about them they know is star-crossed ultimately and so we felt like this was like a really feeling of acceptance that mm-hmm. could be yeah. important during shelter in place and everything yeah. we're facing i think that's really interesting because I think, I think, yes, I think I agree with that, but I think it's also like they've found themselves in this like situation before where Mm. like, it's just gone Mm. so poorly so often and they don't want this to go the same way and they just, they're cynical at this point and they think it will. 
Yeah. Amazing. Uh, cool. Well, let's let's go ahead and play the second song so we can just like see the multitude of feelings that he has in his songbook. So chills i think i don't know that song like i've heard it before but i don't know what song it is goodbye yellow brick road oh my gosh amazing i'm so glad that we can give you the gift of as soon as we're done recording you need to just turn off every light in your house (laughs) crawl into bed and just devote the rest of your evening to listening to this can i say that so i looked up the lyrics um and so that's how i found the song but I thought yeah. the line, you can't plant me in your penthouse, was, you can't let me in your friend's house. <laughs> <laughs> I like that kind of guy. You can't let him in your friend's house. I, so I thought, <laughs> I thought this song is about the girl not, tr- or not the girl, but like the person, his love interest not trusting him around her, uh, their friends. Why do I keep saying I her? Like that? Wow. Wow. I like Good that. Yeah. You know, for, when I think of this song, I I always associate it with sort of like a like a like a coming of age story, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. Like there's the me like and sort of like coming to terms with the me you thought you were and the me you really are and that you know, the older we get, the more we realize that, you know, who we were and are is sort of cemented in us at a much younger age, right? Like he's 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 real looking back on all the all the all the things, and so ultimately, I found that this song is really about accepting who you who you are and accepting where you're at. Um, so I guess similarly to "Don't Go Breaking My Heart," "Goodbye Yellow Brick Road" is kind of a song of acceptance. Interesting. Ultimately, accepting yeah. moving on in your life. Yeah, and and it's really interesting. I think a lot about that, and I think a lot about like the growing that we do. Mm-hmm. over the course of our lives and like how it's really hard yes and yeah you kind of like have to be extremely self-aware to like even think that there's things you want to change about yourself or just like mm-hmm. habits you want to grow out of or habits you want to adapt and like it is the the things that happen in like your first 10 to 20 years of life really set the tone for the rest of it and if you're not careful can be like pretty dark yeah word and that's just a bit from me (laughs) hey hey on that moody note let's hear the third track
So that's, I guess, that's why they call it the blues, <sighs> featuring obviously Mary J. Blige. Um, which... I also didn't know that song. <laughs> wow. There's a lot. I don't, I'm not like, I, I want people to very clearly understand that I'm not a music, like, I don't know everything. That's <laughs> great. Hey, this is we stand good together, to know. not we expert together. <laughs> no. We love it. We lo- I'm just so excited that we're introducing yes. you to the, the Yeah, the, and, the and that song originally does not have Mary J. Blige on it, but I do like the live no. version that is a duet. And we did want to draw attention to Elton's many duets that are so iconic. Many. Uh, yeah, Don't Let like, the Sun Go Down on Me with George Michael. The mm-hmm. famous Grammy performance with Eminem, where he Who? played the piano and sang Dido's part. Ugh. <sighs> chills i get chills just thinking about and Minnie mouse was. already mentioned mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's done he's just and we already talked yeah we just everybody wants to do out with him like because how do you 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 want to sit next to greatness um but this is a particularly wonderful but duet, it is but- yes i love this version in particular and it's it's funny because it's so moody and it's so mm-hmm. emotional but really when you listen to the lyrics it's almost like a snarky some like something your mom would say to you like i guess that's why they call it the blues kid get out there and do mm-hmm. your chores um <laughs> because it's not like nothing really um like particularly challenging happens in the lyrics of the song it's just like i can't be mm-hmm. with my beloved person at all times this is a challenge <laughs> yeah and so really it's just about like in a way it's just like every day can't be the high point that you even if you've been lucky enough to experience them you can't be constant and so in a way this song is also about acceptance yeah i love that theme <laughs> i love that theme i think like i'm also looking at, at well to your point like it, it's also like if if everything was good all the time i feel like everything would also be boring and right yeah there wouldn't be anything to write about um nope ever uh i feel like when i'm in pain that is when i want to write and it's harder for me to write when i'm happy because i don't think of my feelings as poetically or like as romantically as i do when i'm sad or just like in a not happy mood right totally well i this next song that we want to play for you i i love this song and this has been I on on dark days I've definitely been playing this one on a loop so I had to I had to include it on this Elton John greatest hits list. Don't you know I'm still standing better than I ever did. Looking like a true survivor. Feeling like a little kid. I'm still standing after all this time. Thinking of the always love this song but i fell so much deeper in love with this song after seeing rocket man which is the like uh biopic uh that they that came out last year about elton's life and the journey you go on with his song catalog and like the heartbreak he goes through the depression the battle with drugs just like all of it like all of the demons he had to slay to get to where he is when this song started to play in at the end of the movie, I was just like a mess. And like, 
it recontextualized this song for me because like this song is oh, I've always been like oh yeah it's an upbeat anthem it's like you know don't let the man get you down but like watching Rocket Man I was like oh his biggest like demon he had to slay was like himself right like his own inner demons and it's really more like to me it was like oh he he's singing to him as much as he's singing to anyone else. And like, I was thinking about that and I was like, you know, this song makes me think about like getting energized. It gets me pumped up. It gets me like picking myself up after like all of those things. But also like, it's also about like acceptance. Cause it's like, you have to sort of like accept who you are and where you are to be able to like stand Mm -hmm, authentically mm -hmm, in your truth. mm -hmm. Right. So that's, or to make any progress too. You know, totally can't be in denial about where you are in life if if you want to change things. Um, Yeah. And like a big part of the Rocket Man, like the framing of it all is about him admitting he had a problem so that he could get help for his addiction, which was like like he was on the verge of death and like. But he got the help and like he's still and look at, and he's still standing and shout out to him because he's been a superstar uh, during sheltering in place. Uh. <laughs> I think um, in case it wasn't clear before, uh, I am very uh, criminally sleeping on Elton John. Um, I think, <laughs> like, you know, my, my family got tickets to see him uh, and they, they haven't gotten to because of the pandemic, gotcha. but, you know, oh, and, and I'll admit my mom asked me if I wanted to go and I said, I don't think so. I don't really listen to that much Elton John. And if I start listening to Elton John now and I don't go to that concert, um, well, I'll just feel like the stupidest girl in the world. Maybe in an everything happens for a reason type logic. Yeah. You needed to be here with us. And then yeah. things are going to reopen. There's going to be an Elton John concert. Mm-hmm. You're going to get to go bond with the family. It, Any more convincing. We got one more song Ooh. that might put you over the top. You, you might you know, know one this more. one. You might know this oh, one. Oh, I want to guess, but I won't. Of course. Um, I I also think he's saying in that line to make jeans and vagabonds. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jeans, kings, the same. I like oh, it's I interchangeable. The lyric was just like, it's enough to make jeans. <laughs> it's enough to make jeans. That is the song that taught me the word vagabonds, but I never looked it up, so I don't actually know what it means. <laughs> so so really you know, know that the word exists. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I've never used it it, in a sentence. I can confidently say that. Yeah. I mean, I think this is a song that, you know, it's hard to not have a a draw to it when you were a child when Lion King came out. This was... It's etched into all of our souls. Yeah, I mean, I think that movie taught young kids who Elton John was and, like, why he was... Even though I, I haven't listened to him and I'm not an avid fan of his like I still understand his legacy and you know that he is an icon and I think it's because when I was little I knew that he sang that song too um yeah so totally 
Yeah. And when I think about the feelings, like I obviously feel like nostalgic and I feel, you know, it, may, it puts a happy smile on my face. But like I was really like thinking about the lyrics at, from like an adult point of view, which I don't think I've ever really done. Like this to me, like there's Elton John and then there's like, you know, his other projects. Like to me. Um, yeah. He's. Yeah. And in that way, you've gained acceptance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so interesting how that happens. Yeah. So even though truly Elton John has a song for every feeling, ultimately the main feeling is acceptance. Yeah. Uh, and we thank you, Elton, because you accepted you. We all are able to accept ourselves yeah. too through your music and accept that which we cannot change. <laughs> That's beautiful. Oh. Oh. I think with that, we need to take a break, uh, pump up some Elton. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Well, we just had the best Elton John dance party that's ever happened uh, at a distance while, you know, I was in my closet. And <laughs> my 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 thesis is that uh, Ariana Grande's Sweetener album is a 15-track breakup recovery um plan uh i wanted mm. to think of a different word but uh my brain did not deliver um yeah <laughs> so i want to make it clear it's not like a recovery plan for addiction or anything mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm. maybe being addicted to somebody to yeah. a toxic mm. personality perhaps but not really many other addictions um so if you do have an addiction i do think you should seek um the help of a medical Official. Okay. Um, 
back to my thesis. <laughs> so yeah, I think it is, you know, and, and this thought came to me um, just, you know, when I was going through it myself and I I had to get out of my house one day and this is pre, pre, pre quarantine. Um, and I don't like, you know, when I was younger and I would be sad over a boy, I had some like pretty destructive behaviors where I would just like obsess kind of over them. And I didn't have like my own outlets. Like I was, you know, a teenager or something. And I, I've, I'm very much a different person now. So if I'm like too sad over someone, I, I'm kind of conditioned now to be like, I can't, I can't just like sit here and feel this way. Like I have Mm -hmm. to be moving. I have to like, just be doing something. And Sweetener had come out um, at the same time as like, I don't really know how to explain the situation. Honestly, (laughs) pretty complicated. Um, But something had happened. And something had ended kind of, and Mm -hmm. I was feeling pretty, uh, you know, down. Um, And I would just think about this person all the time. And I put on sweetener and I had known, I had kept, you know, kept abreast of Ariana Grande's uh, romantic involvements. And so I knew that (laughs) she had uh, been broken up from Mac Miller for a long time and that she was with Pete Davidson and seemed to be like very in love. And... The album just like goes through this, I think, narrative um, trajectory where she kind of like takes you through the early feelings of, you know, falling for someone, maybe at a point where you didn't think that you would fall for somebody again um, Mm -hmm. and kind of like trying to maintain your own like confidence throughout that because it can be so weird and unstable to like somebody so much um after you felt so defeated in love and I think that's a really I and and I you know I will say that this interpretation isn't anything that she's communicated you know explicitly that (laughs) that I've read in blogs it's purely just my own interpretation but but you know it in your heart that it's true yeah I I think so I mean this is why I, I like music and I like to write about it and whatever but I think it's a really interesting theme that I have picked up on in her music that it throughout all of this, it's like this, this crush or whatever it is I'm feeling for this person doesn't like whether they reciprocate the feelings or not, whether this goes well, I'm still this like good person. I'm confident. I have a lot to offer. I'm good at what I do sort of thing. Um, I'm good at sex. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like just these basic things that can get lost when you feel like you've you found somebody new um, and, and it can be lost so easily. Uh, and, yeah. you know, I don't know. I have I have a lot of thoughts on a lot of the songs. <laughs> um, I will say that Raindrops is a really great like introductory uh, song to the album. It's very mm-hmm. short. Um, it's kind of like. I'll read the lyrics since I don't have snippets. Um, It's just when raindrops fell down from the sky, the day you left me, an angel cried. Oh, she cried. An angel cried. She cried. So the song, it's like that little intro is not melancholy sounding, really. It feels very like um, empowering in a way almost. And Mm -hmm. like something new is about to start even. And that's why I think it's such a great like intro song because then she embarks on this whole like, you know, up and down thing. Like it's, it feels like a romantic film, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Were you an Ariana Grande fan before Sweetener? 
That's really interesting. I wasn't not really um, like I mm. thought that I thought she had an incredible voice and yes. there were like random songs I liked from her, but I wasn't really that familiar yeah. with like even her public persona or, you know, I, Interesting. I knew what had happened to her on her on her Dangerous Woman tour. And of course, you yeah. know, I felt yeah. I felt for her, but I was never like obsessed and I never felt like she was an artist that was making music for me. Right. And with Sweetener yeah. and Thank You Next, I very much felt yes. that way. Um, it, yeah. I always thought she was like, I was too old to listen to her. She didn't feel like I, I didn't feel like I was invited to the party until Sweetener. Agreed. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Agreed. There was this whole like even her aesthetic felt like very infantilizing. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know how much of it was like her, you know, uh, record company and like how much of it was you know, she really well, she liked doing like, it genuinely, but it, I just didn't. She was a with it. Nickelodeon star, right? She, um, she was on Sammy Nickelodeon Disney, right? Yeah, I'm not positive. So. Either not way, positive. interchangeable. But like, yeah, she just like the packaging for me was just like, oh, fun, fun for the kids. They they yeah, get her. Yeah, you know, I did like her her singles when she first um, when she first uh, stepped away from. Disney or or Nickelodeon, whichever Mm -hmm. it was. Like, I loved her first song with Mac Miller. Um, They made such incredible music together. Um, But The Way is, like, such a beautiful love song. Um, Baby Eye on her first album is really good. Like, there were these random... There were these random songs I feel like you could see... You could see evolution in as an artist, but, Mm -hmm. like, the albums as a whole were still, like, not there yet. And then I feel with... With Sweetener, you know, it could have been like the people she was working with. I know she worked with Pharrell on a lot of of this and Missy and maybe Social House, too. Um, But I think like that really helped elevate her music. And I don't know, it just just feels way more mature. And like this, Mm -hmm. I feel like even on this is more thank you next. But like she explores this like idea of falling in love with like someone you've created in your head versus like Mm -hmm. who they actually are and I think that's like a huge thing in relationships yes yeah and I and I think it takes like it's really hard to also realize that too and you sort of have to have that experience and like be a person who is in tune with that to (laughs) really I don't know just like yeah figure that out you've actually you've you've gotten me excited to go back and like listen to the album in a different way it's it's really I was listening to it today I like I took a two hour walk in the park um, and I was listening to this, not just this, but like I went through this album and it's just like, I, first of all, I should also say, I think Pete Davidson is like the best love song ever written uh, or produced. (laughs) I listened to, I cannot listen to that song once. First of all, it's like a minute long, something like that. It's too short, but it's also perfect. Um, It is unfortunately called Pete Davidson, but (laughs) (laughs) I should also say I'm just really sickly attracted to him. So I don't really mind it all that much, but I know other people probably do. But just like the thoughts conveyed in that song of like, you feel like you just like created this person in your head in in the way that like you envisioned this person and all their good qualities and like, wow, here they are. They've stepped into your life. And like yeah. the timing matched up, like there are no, you know, we, maybe we both have work to do, but like, we're ready to be in something. Um, and it feels like just, it was fate kind of. And 
I'm not, yeah. I'm not that much of a spiritual person and like haven't had a lot of good luck with timing, but I want to believe that, you know, that does exist. And just that, like, there are, there is a higher power and there is, you know, a, a romantic soulmate that, you know, will walk into your life when you're ready for it. Um, and then she just I, says happy so many times and it's great. I love it. And I feel like what you just said is kind of the perfect segue yeah. into a game we yeah, want to play with it you. Really oh, it really is. It really is. That was amazing. It truly, that was I amazing. I was already an Ariana stand, but I never really thought about it like that. I love that. I'm so excited to go listen to it. Um, and I'm so excited to play a game with you right oh now because you totally opened a door and we're going to walk right through it because when we were, uh, we, when Kate and I were talking about this, we we're like, okay, music heals, mixtape, what does it all mean? And I was like, as soon as I think of like the words like healing and music, I think about like music as a character in like film, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And how like there's so many movies where like, songs end up being like a song ends up being a character and like in some cases like I think of a song before I think of the movie it was made for right um and so we have we came up with a mixtape of some iconic uh Hollywood bangers and we're gonna recite the lyrics to you and then we're gonna ask you to guess what iconic love song it is because they're all really (laughs) love songs um are you ready to see if you know what tracks yeah. track, I don't know. Yes, I hope I don't fail. <laughs> I hope, I don't think there's any way any of us can fail because either we're going to hear the lyrics either mm-hmm. way and be reminded of some true bangers. Okay. Uh, okay, so here's the first set of lyrics You taught me to fly, helped me to free the me inside, helped me hear the music of my heart. Oh, um, Music of the Heart with Gloria Stefan and what? Uh, who else is in that movie? Mm. But Music of the Heart, no? That's the yeah. movie. Yes, that is really great. Yeah. That's the movie. That's the song. It was Gloria Stefan, uh, and she sang it with Insane. Yes, yes. <laughs> the, the star of the film is Meryl. Yeah. Oh Meryl my Street god, baby. that's a Meryl movie. Shit. I know. Yeah. It didn't feel right to me, but we double checked and it sure is. I almost <laughs> said Gloria Stefan and, and was Justin Timberlake in that movie. It does. I mean, he's done more <laughs> acting than Gloria Stefan. It would make more sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, alas. they, but alas, he did not. But we all, I think we all think of the music video instead of the movie when we hear the song. Yes. Yeah, for sure. I, I do. remember the, the music video. Did that incorporate scenes from the movie? It had in sync in cl- empty yeah, classroom. Yeah, I, I don't correctly. remember if it did have scenes, but it had like the feel of the movie. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah. of the classroom. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll do the next one. These lyrics mm-hmm. coming at you. You were my strength when I was weak. You were my voice when I couldn't speak. You were my eyes when I couldn't see. I mean, that's Celine Dion. Uh, mm-hmm. Can you name the movie? Wait, I love it when you show your work. You're right there. You're right there. I am everything because you love me. Yes. Because you love me. Oh, oh, it's got two older people in it. Wow. Wow. Okay. Um, like you're good at this, though. I want to say like a. Richard Gear type man. 
not wrong. I mean, it's not right, but it's not wrong. It is wrong. a Richard Gere type man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I was just saying insane things, but I don't realize how they sound to other people. No, I, it may, I get what you're... I, I'm with no, you. You are you're not right. totally wrong. You've not said a wrong thing yet. Because no. Because you loved me. And like... You might be a little young for this one. It's not a Megan. No, but... In my household, it was, but no, not in Lauren, everyone's we've talked home. about it. A hit refers to the money it made or number of people that went. Not how much you like sure, it. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, but it, it was a hit in my house because I spent a lot of money seeing it. I saw it more than once. Who charged you your little brother in the house? <laughs> he wasn't alive yet. He just charged. Oh, my God. This is going to kill me. I'll give you a hint. It's about reporters. Oh, <laughs> it's a great awesome. one we need to rewatch i'm gonna i'm gonna immediately go look for it on streaming services because i can't believe i haven't rewatched it's not it. network with faye dunaway is it no no but you're no, so I just in a weird way you're close no it's it's up close and personal oh. with michelle pfeiffer and i was gonna say a goldie hawn type so i, Ro- and, I love uh, it. robert redford yeah. who's our richard gear type man okay yes a good one um, i feel like that was a good one a it was. It was. It was. It was. It did well. It did. But well. it wasn't like. It wasn't like a blockbuster. Yeah. I'm adding. But it was great. I love that movie. I. Yeah. I usually rewatch it every couple of months. It's been a few months. It's time. All right. This next one, I think you're probably gonna guess it before it comes out of my mouth. Uh. Then I kiss your eyes and thank God we're together, and I just want to stay with you. Oh, uh, Armageddon. St- uh, Steven Tyler. Uh, and then I kiss your eyes, and then God waited to get. Whoa, he's here. I just want to say, Did Liv Tyler just enter the studio? I don't want to close my eyes, I don't want to fall asleep. Because I'm in, and I don't want to miss a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we got Some there. Armageddon. Love it. it. Love it when you show the work. All right. <laughs> we got one more. One more. Damn, this was fun. Underneath the starlight, <laughs> starlight, there's a magical feeling so right. It will steal your heart tonight. Oh, I know this. Underneath the starlight, starlight. There's a magical feeling oh, so oh, right. Oh, it's Leanne Rhymes. Yes. Uh, yep. Oh, oh, Coyote Ugly. Yes. Magical feeling so right. It'll yeah. your heart <laughs> it's, um, it's not how do I breathe. It's the other one. Oh, fuck. Wow. What's the name of it? Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. Every- no, that's Janet Starlight. Jackson. Starlight. Starlight. Star- is it called Starlight? No. <gasps> no. But there is light. Moonlight? Yeah. Camp. Close. Moon? You you already got Can't it right the by virtue of saying Can't find the moonlight. Can't fight the but... moonlight. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. What's um, it called? Ding, 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 ding. Can't fight the moonlight. Can't fight. Oh, can't fight the moonlight. Wow. You got three out of four. And on the up close and personal one, you really showed your work. You you, you were getting <laughs> you really there. Did. Thank you. Tell yeah. that to my elementary school math teachers. <laughs> For sure. We will no. DM them. <laughs> we will. And Caitlin made it made an incredible discovery as we were putting together this playlist. What was that discovery? Caitlin? All of these songs are written by one woman. Her name is Diane Warren. Oh, 
Mm-hmm. Really? really? 12-time yep. nominated Academy Award for Best Song, never won. We need to start a campaign here to get Diane Warren that Oscar. Oh, my God. Yeah. I can't believe that. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? It's nuts, right? We justice for her must we must we must get justice for this. She needs she needs grant. I mean, stat. She, she needs everything uh, stat. Oscar stat. Yeah. So that's yeah. the queen. That's the queen. That was a really fun game. Uh, and of course, we didn't even play. Yay. My heart will go on. It was too obvious. But she wrote that dang thing. Oh my goodness! You know, back She's in the day, so I definitely thought all the singers just wrote their own songs. For sure. I think we all did. I think we all did. But you know. Gloria Stefan didn't write everything she sings, but she's still an artist and we love That's that. That's true. Um, this was so much fun. So Thanks for much fun. coming and playing with us. Thank you guys. This was an honor. I, I had so much fun with you. Um, yeah. And, and uh, I stand, we stand together. We stand the bop, bop the bop pod. Uh, so for any of our listeners that want to find you and find the bop pod, how can they how can they stand you? They can stand us on Instagram at the bop pod, T-H-E-B-O-P-P-O-D, like the band. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm on both Instagram and Twitter uh, at Alanasaurus, uh, I-L-A-N-A. S A U three R's U S. <laughs> I love it. Um, well, we've had so much fun, and uh, you can find us on at We Stand Social. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter, and we're gonna be. And as always, we have a book club you can join. So just follow us at We Stand Social across all social media, and then you'll be up to date. Yeah, and you can always email us We Stand Social at gmail if you you know you want in on the action. Yay. Uh, well this has been this has been a delight. Thanks for thanks for bopping. Thank you guys. We stand. Bye. Sarah Michelle Gallo.